All right, I'm here with Travis from Piebald. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, you just played some songs for us? I did. It's true. I don't even remember what I played exactly, but I played a couple songs. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> that was excellent. Um, all right, I'm just going to go through. I got some questions for you. Uh, to start off, how long has Piebald been a band? A long time. Um, more than a decade. So, I don't know, we're working in 13 years, I think. But I've heard I'm not supposed to talk about it. Oh, because it's not cool? Well, I think it's cool, but some people don't think it's cool. Gotcha. Um, so, what's been the biggest challenge for Piebald since you've been a band for so long? Um, making a balance between life and Piebald. I think, like, sometimes it's hard to, you know, enjoy all the things that there are to do in life. Because, you know, you're bogged down by work or whatever thing, or or even piebald sometimes, but usually that's more like a a pleasure time yeah. than a, than a uh, make-money-work time. So, just balancing life out in a good way. Mm-hmm. So, um, what are some of the, your favorite cities that you play, and what's the reasoning behind that? Boston, obviously, because it's hometown. Cologne, Germany has been nothing but amazing every time we go there. I don't know why. Unexplainable. It's just great. And uh, let's see, other cities. Florida almost always is really good for us when we go down there. They're just accepting music people pretty much everywhere in Florida, too. So it's kind of nice. Florida is always like a pleasant place to go on tour. It's warm, too, usually. Um, Austin, Texas is fun. Chicago is mm-hmm. great. Um, that's a good list, I think. It's just because shows are fun and uh, it's nice to visit those places. There's so many nice cities in the world, you know, so many yeah. I haven't even seen yet. But where's one place you guys haven't played that you'd like to play? Japan. I want to play Japan huh. so bad. That'd be cool. Um, let's see. Uh, you guys have been in the game for a while. How do you feel the music business has changed in the last ten years, and is it a good or bad thing? It's kind of both. Uh, I think it has changed because everybody can make a recording. Everybody can make, you know, a CD. Everybody can go on tour. It's not so much of a special thing as it like it as it was. I feel like when we were, you know, starting to tour and starting to make music and stuff. But um, it's good because, you know, because of technology and the same things that allow everybody to record. So everybody can hear your music also. So your music is probably more widely spread. Than it has been ever before, but it, you know, if being in a band just isn't as, like, special somehow, or, uh-huh. you know, uh, it's kind of watered down. There's so many bands, it's hard to rise above the smoke and the, like, you know, the all the bands that are there and trying to, you know, succeed as well and have people hear their music, so it's kind of a big competition. Very true. Um, let's see. Uh, how many times do you think you guys have played Grace Kelly with Wings over in the span of your career? <laughs> I don't know, a lot. A thousand? No, maybe. Is that maybe? A thousand times? Wow, Probably that, not yeah. that many. I'm going to go with like 600 to 800, though. All right. <laughs> do you ever get sick of playing songs like Grace Kelly and American Hearts? Um, sometimes. But usually it's just like nice to play no matter what. Mm-hmm. But okay, you have those moments where you're like, "Oh man, I know I'm gonna have to play those songs again, and I'm I'm just tired of them." Yeah. But you, Do you, you get know, driven get by best. like the fans' energy? Since Absolutely. Those are like the songs that yeah, everyone's yeah. singing along to. Of course, those are the ones that excite people the most. 
you know, so. So that helps. Absolutely. Gotcha. Yeah, of course. Especially with, like, an excited crowd, and they're down to see you, and they're pretty excited for other songs. You know those two are going to go over really well, so. Yeah. All right, so you guys have a new album out. It's called Accidental Gentleman. What does Accidental Gentleman mean? Where did you... Is there a reasoning behind you coming up with that as the album name? It just seemed like a fitting title with, you know, how we feel as people and kind of how the record came about. It was more of a haphazard record. It was more of a create-on-the-spot type of record, so therefore it was more accidental. <laughs> and Accidental Gentleman just has a nice ring to it. Sounds pretty cool. Flows, and uh, we like the flow. We, so It's also lyrics in one of the songs, um, but... I think more importantly, it's you know just a, a nice title and it sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, so you said this recording experience was a little different. You want to expand on that? Well, just in the fact that you know it was kind of rushed, but it always seems like it is anyway. It doesn't matter if you have like two months or you have ten days. Um, but we did a lot of the songwriting in the studio, so putting together songs, editing songs, kind of happened while we were there as opposed to before we even got to the studio which is usually how we operate mm -hmm. um but it worked out well and i'm really happy about the outcome we all are and you know the reviews have been good so far so i'm excited sounds like people are willing to accept it <laughs> yeah the, Happily. Sound, the sound's a little raw is that because you guys did analog as opposed to digital i think that helped and we just went for something more raw you know we didn't care about having everything be perfect we wanted it to sound like humans made it because lately we've been you know noticing that especially with popular music it sounds like a big robot machine made the songs and it's kind of like takes all the humanness out of it and yeah. we wanted to kind of put that back in there so that's what we did or we tried to do at least and you feel that the fans are responding well to the new album and the material uh so far it seems pretty good uh fans i mean we hit the road in march in like two weeks uh -huh. oh i guess it's more like a week it's very soon um but we'll see how they respond then but the shows we played and played new songs it's going over pretty well and like i said the reviews have been good but you know i guess we'll really find out on the tour yeah um let's see this is your third release with side one dummy including the dvd you put out uh how'd you guys end up working with them well they flew us out to california when we were looking for a label after we had split from Big Wheel. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we went to their office, and I think we just talked for an hour or two, and they bought us burritos and just hung out, and they were really, you know, nice dudes who run a, <clears throat> you know, a record label that does pretty well, but it's still indie, so they're not going to, they don't tell us how to write songs. Yeah. They don't, you know. So was say, it an easy decision? <clears throat> Um, maybe not easy, but it was, I feel like, the right decision, you know. So, you, it's worked out well so okay. far. We've we've had a good time with them, and it's it's been a good, uh, been a good cruise, and hopefully we can do really well with this record, so cool. we'll see what happens. Cool, Um, what's your favorite part of being in Piebald? Um, <clears throat> when you play a really good show, or you, we, we connect over, like, making a good song, and we get somewhere, and we feel, really feel like... That's a good song, you know, because sometimes mm -hmm. that feeling hits you, other times it maybe doesn't or maybe hits you later or whatever, but that's like a cool feeling that when we all have that, it's it's, it's communal, it's nice. So, mm -hmm. uh, What do you guys do when you're not in Piebald? Um, Luke works for a street marketing company that he and his friend Brett kind of started a number of years ago. Andy just went to school to be a chef, mm 
He works at a restaurant called the Blue Room in Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron does, you know, like light construction and um, uh, what's it called? Carpentry. And then he also does like vegetable oil conversions for vans mm-hmm. and other vehicles. And I work at a restaurant called Gingergrass. And uh, yeah, how we spend our time. Uh, let's see. You talked about an upcoming tour. What's the extent of that tour? Six weeks, whole U.S. with uh, MC Chris, who is, I believe, the voice of Meatwad on... Um, Aquatine. Yeah, thank you. Aquatine Hunger Force. He's a, a hip-hop dude. So we'll see how interesting that's going to be. I'm excited. It should nice. be fun. And you guys have a show at both Chain Reaction and the Knitting Factory? This is true. Yeah, I can't remember the exact dates. I should Early know them. Early April, I think. Okay. Well, I can't even suggest anything, but I but April-ish. Yeah, I'll I'll check on that and let people know when. Sweet. Okay. Um, let's see. You guys converted your van to run on vegetable oil. You want to tell me a little bit more about that? Well, um, it gives us free gas, and we can find the vegetable oil, which is usually like sixty to eighty percent of the time. It you know it does the same as diesel does the the or yeah it's diesel fuel does, but the diesel engine actually was originally you know. The original invention was run on peanut oil, so it's not a far mm-hmm. stretch to run it on vegetable oil. We Is just, it pretty easy to find? Yeah, we just go behind restaurants. Usually, um, you know, sushi places, Japanese restaurants are the best. They just have the cleanest grease. You wouldn't uh-huh. want to go to McDonald's usually because they use their grease to the point where it's, like, got so much, you know, fat in it that mm-hmm. it's thick. It's like Crisco. It's not gotcha. like vegetable oil. So... um yeah, usually uh, Asian, Japanese restaurants have the cleanest grease, and we just have a tank in the back where it's got filters in there, so we pour it into the filters, it gets filtered into the tank. We run the coolant through the tank also, so it heats the vegetable oil, and then we have a switch up on the dash that just pulls the vegetable oil from either, you know, or, excuse me, pulls vegetable oil or pulls fuel from the ga- the diesel tank. So, so you run on either one. Okay, so you you still have some gas filled up and... Yep. As well. Okay, so it's kind of like a hybrid. Yeah, it's kind of like a hybrid, I guess. You know, but you need the the diesel to start it because vegetable yeah. oil is pretty thick. So you need to heat up the vegetable oil first. Um, but it's really a great thing for bands because it's free fuel. It's absolutely cost effective. It's you know you know you you have stops still for vegetable oil, but you don't stop at gas stations and mm-hmm. just nice to be like kind of pull yourself off the grid a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was at the show you guys were filming for some MTV thing. Did oh, yeah, that got, ever get aired? Um, it was never a show, but it was like public service announcements with Aaron and our friend Mike. Gotcha. Um, they were little. It was on for a long time too. There was like four or five different ones. Okay. They're all just like short minute and a half or minute. Like, How'd you guys get like in contact with them about that? Well, our our friend Georgie, I think she lives in New York still. Um, we knew her from high school and stuff, and she works at MTV and, and had something to do with Think Campaign, which was okay. something they were doing, I think, last year. I don't know if it's still going, mm-hmm. but it was more, you know, bringing about awareness about, you know, global issues or whatnot. And she wanted to hook it up with Mike for a long time, so they made that happen, and they kind of created Aaron and Mike into the Grease Brothers. Okay. And then they showed them convert an RV and, like, us drive it to the show and stuff, so. Gotcha. Cool. Um, let's see. What are the last few records you've bought in? Um, the last record I bought was Iggy Pop and the Stooges Raw Power, I think. But I bought Serena Manish record. It's called 
I think it's self-titled. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that record very much. And <clears throat> what other ones? I don't know. Those are the two I remember. Yeah, any um, up-and-coming bands that you're excited about? Yeah, uh, the Moon Rats. They're a band from Los Angeles. We just played a show with them, actually, um, at a warehouse downtown last Friday. And I think their music is really good. I feel like they're doing cool stuff. And uh, Clouds, which is Adam McGrath from Caven's band with Jim, who played bass for us on the last tour. They are like, they got all the sorts of, you know, it's still got metal. It's still really rocking. It's like all sorts of stuff thrown in together. Uh It's cool. Any uh, what's the future plans for Pieball after the tour? Anything? Hopefully, go to Europe. Uh, maybe do another U.S. tour. We've been trying to talk to the format about touring with those guys again. Um, I think that might be in the summer. I don't think we can. Um, I don't think we know much after that. But hopefully, Europe and another U.S. tour. Okay. So you're gonna plan on a pretty heavy tour cycle for yep. this album. Yep. That's the plan. That's the plan. So uh, when Piebald eventually comes to an end, what do you think you'll be doing? You mean after it? Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully making music other ways, whether it's for, you know, I don't know, movie scores or, you know, another band or, you know, TV shows or jingles or whatever. But it would be nice to still be making music at least. Uh So... Now, you live in Los Angeles and the rest of the band lives in Boston? I live in Los Angeles and Aaron lives in okay. Los Angeles, but Is, then Luke and Andrew live in Boston. Does that make things hard? Of course. Yeah, it's a pain. I'm surprised we get done as much as we get done, you know? Yeah. But uh, it works out somehow, and, you know, we, like I said, we get done what we want to get done, you know? And we, we just take it at our own pace because, you know, we have, we do other things, too, and we're happy doing them as well. So it's like... It's kind of like we try and balance it. Sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's easier, but we did make another record. We are going on tour, so... So after a decade, like, what drives you guys to keep this thing going? Um, that it's worth our time. Mentally, you know, uh, physically, it's exciting. It's nice to be on the road. It's nice to travel still, see old friends, meet new friends, play a bunch of songs every night, you know, and just have a good time and go out on the road and try and you know, convince the world that you're a great band, and that's what we try and do. So hopefully more people will see it, but that's what makes it worthwhile, that's for sure. All right, very cool. Uh, you can check out Piebald at Piebald.com. Uh, thanks for coming down and playing some songs. Of course, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right, sweet. Thank you.